Pastor Michael, it's the 12th day of the 12 days of Restless. Go get your merch. Go join the Patreon because, Pastor Michael, we don't have time to talk about this because today we are setting a timer for 12 minutes and 12 seconds of irresponsible hot takes. Are you ready? Here we go. Pastor Michael, we did this on Reformation Day, and it was just such a good time. I needed it again. So, Pastor Michael, let's let's set the mood right. Is there a Christmas movie that is kind of beloved you'd like to pan, that you'd like to give a hot take on being bad? Oh, uh-oh. Um, so, I, well, here we go. Let's just jump into it. Hot take. Um, yep. We just rewatched Elf. It is not a good movie. Whoa. It's not. It's not a good movie, everybody. It's not, not that funny. And also, you have basically somebody who is... Uh, like, shall we say, just like very low IQ, a child in a man form, and it's just totally normal for like someone to fall in love with him and for him to like keep acting that way and like to have a family as a man child. Bad movie. All right, I'm not gonna take time to argue with you at all. I'm just gonna take a moment to pan Christmas Vacation. If you are still watching that movie and think there's anything redeeming about it, you gotta get out of here. Go delete that movie. That is not a family movie, everybody. All right, Pastor Michael, here's number two. We had someone ask us, how should we relate to those evangelicals who have the shallowest theology and the lamest worship services? Pastor Michael, your take than mine. You don't have to, just kidding. Uh, No, you can relate to that because uh, they can still be true believers. They can still confess the true Lord, right? They they, uh, can be somebody that you can relate to on that level, Uh, but it doesn't mean that you have to acquiesce in any way to them that's right um i was actually talking about this the other day as i'm in a new place we're planting a church and i have to go to church somewhere on sunday and i was just thinking about going back and attending an evangelical church on a regular basis and i literally just looked at the person and i felt bad but i just said i can't go back i can't (laughs) i can't go back but i think in general you can't take me back there you can't (laughs) take me back there but i think in general um especially for members of those churches we should have the attitude of the reformers compassion these are sheep yes we want them to be shepherded we love them we love them um and we know i think jay mack was right the evangelical church is more in more need of reform than even the roman catholic church pastor michael that means we got to move on so here was a tweet today that kind of caught fire so why do many evangelicals reject theonomy this one was done by the right response ministries a guy who kind of caught fire becoming a big anti-covid guy unlike us he has uh, been around about as long he made friends with famous people and now he's a big theonomy dude so why do many evangelicals reject theonomy because evangelicalism has been antinomian for a long time antinomianism anti against god's law theonomy pastor michael i'll give my take and then pass it over to you uh one he's right about this a lot of evangelicals don't like theonomy because they just don't like god's law and when they hear hear (laughs) god's law read out loud they get uncomfortable yeah however (laughs) that's not why we are not theonomists here that's right there are much better objections to theonomy like we use the bible as the bible says and so we are happy to grant every general equity argument but guess what friends that ain't theonomy pastor michael over to you here that's right well what i was gonna say is well a lot of you guys that think you're theonomists you actually aren't you you actually aren't theonomists 
uh, you just like the idea of some use of God's law. And guess what? There's room already in the historic reform tradition for that. You don't have to accept a very novel approach to the law and how you should apply its penalties today in the civil realm. That's right. Why don't we like theonomy here on the Restless Podcast? Because John Calvin, Martin Luther, St. Augustine, ain't nobody ever heard of it before the last 50 years. All right, here we go. Here was a meme shared in our Patreon Telegram group. By the way, we are crushing these. I fortunately have a huge list that we will not get through, but we are doing great spitting out these hot takes. So this is a, a meme from our Patreon Telegram group. It is a Beetlejuice meme. It says, when your wife asks you not to get into a debate at Christmas dinner, but her PC USA <laughs> cousin and boyfriend Jimmy are wearing matching coexist t-shirts and talking about their pastor's sermon on gun control. It is then a picture of Beetlejuice and it says, it's showtime. Pastor Michael, <laughs> that's a hilarious meme. But here's my second question for you. What would it take for you to get into a debate at a holiday meal with a family member of wildly different theological <laughs> persuasion than you. Very, very seldom do I get in those kinds of debates because it just often is not fruitful or enjoyable for anybody. Um, but uh, I guess there could be situations where somebody seems more receptive or when it really crosses the line into something like I've you know, thought about times when, hey, if I'm in a situation where somebody's going to start telling my kids or my family, like, you know, my immediate family, my children, my my wife, something that is wildly untrue. That's where, you know, I actually do have a role in defending and caring for them. And I literally don't care about other people like I care about them, right? I don't love other people like I love them. And so my love for them trumps whatever kind of social situation might tell me I shouldn't be doing this. Right. So let me give my take on how to do this as I'm in this environment. It is almost never worth blowing up Thanksgiving yep. Day uh, for for this. However, if you have to do it because you're like me, this is the moment where you learn to do things because there is just a pearls before swine kind of yes uh, scenario where you make Jesus look worse because you can't handle not discussing things with scoffers. Learn to get really curious and ask really good questions. That's yeah. my advice. Also, That's do it with a smile. Be happy, right. right? Like Christ wins. It doesn't matter what they say. All right, Pastor Michael, we had some patrons send us an article. Uh, and actually, not an article. It's one of the best podcasts. Ed Stetzer, not a government op, put out in 2022, which is what Christian leaders can learn from the rise and fall of Mars Hill, which is not that somehow all the people who were in part of putting Driscoll in power should be held responsible. No, it's something <laughs> else, Ed Stetzer. Um, yeah. St. Ed Stetzer doesn't I, want the blame to come on him for having mentored Mark Driscoll and then conveniently forgotten to mention how that all went about? Yes, I am saying that. Pastor Michael, my hot take on this is that I think you and I unfortunately have to listen to an Ed Stetzer podcast because the last two key questions Mike Cosper answers in this podcast is, how would you respond to some of the criticism you received about how you address complementarianism and reform theology? That's something we're very interested in. And what would you say are the practical applications from your series for the church leaders? What do you think about that take? That is a great take. We got to take this up another time. <laughs> so 
we can't give an irresponsible hot take unless it's about how Mike Cosper is dressed in this photo. But we'll let you look that up and come up with your own irresponsible hot take. Pastor Michael, here's another meme. Are you ready for it? Let's do so it. it. It is the drowning hand meme. It is the drowning hand meme. Pastor Michael, and I'm going to leave this one to you. It's the hand coming out of the water, and it says, the Jews rejecting Christ on the road that leads to destruction. A hand reaching towards it, and then the high five. Dispensationalists telling them that they're still God's people, and the hand sinking under the water. <laughs> Pastor Michael, give us your take on this meme. Uh, brutal, but uh, when you have a theology that says actually the temple sacrifice and all of Judaism is going to be, you know, restored someday, and that is what the millennial reign looks like, you deserve everything that's coming. So. Um, yes, that is probably the case. We still are hoping to interview someone of the Disney persuasion. Uh, don't worry, we'll do another meme before the end of this that will make uh, that will make up maybe a little ground we may have lost with our Disney friend. Pastor Michael, here is a tweet from Jack Posobiec, um, famous right-wing suit-wearing guy. Here is his tweet. From the 22nd he's coming into the feast of the nativity as a roman catholic with this take christ was not meek pastor michael give us your thoughts on jack Posobiec's tweet here i guess then he is not blessed what i mean bless, <laughs> blessed are the meek for they shall inherit the earth dude this that, is brutally bad this is very bad. bad uh jesus christ is meek everybody we don't like we're not the biggest fans of gentle and lowly either, but Jesus Christ was me. Jack Zobiak, I don't know what you were thinking with this one, my friend. Uh, and I hope your bishop called you on it. So, Pastor Michael, here's a great one. This one is where we'll give some love to the dispensationalist. So it's guys manning a medieval gate. And there's a guy looking over and he says, it's a theologian. And they say, open the gate. And it says, it's a dispensational theologian. Close the gate. And they say, it's John MacArthur. Okay, open the gate a little. <laughs> it's Michael. true. Yes, it's, it's true. Open it a little. We love. We're we are uh, we are J Mac fans here. I'm not going to say stands. Um, and obviously, we have significant disagreements. Um, like the time he said that if you don't agree disp with dispensationalism, you are anti-Semitic. Oh, um, that's wow, what a bad. You know, one. What, <laughs> there's some bad one. takes over there. Uh, but he has done a lot of good for the church at the same time. I'll give him that. That's right. Pastor Michael, we had a patron ask you about your thoughts on seed oils. <laughs> give us a, we've, got, we've got two minutes left. You want to hit us with one of those seed oil takes? Limit it, people. Limit how much you eat. That's, uh, that's my hot take. And my hot take is if you wonder why you might want to consider doing that, go watch this YouTube video called How Canola Oil's Made. You'll uh, <laughs> you'll find it uh, you'll find it fascinating. So, all right, um, now we're just going on wild stuff here. So here's a weirdly, I don't know who this person is, by the way. This is just a tweet that we were sent. <laughs> this is just a tweet I had on a list that we were sent or I thought was interesting at some point. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Here's a weirdly literal bone to pick with penal substitutionary atonement. Okay, so we're going to boo this probably. 
uh, Jesus' temporal punishment doesn't spare us from suffering in this life, and Jesus didn't suffer eternal punishment in our place. So in what sense do we consider him a substitute? This is a great place to end this. We have about a minute left. Let's really tee off on the stupidity of this tweet for a little bit. It very obviously, like, simply looks at it from a human perspective, right? It only looks at it as far as Christ's humanity, right? Well, he suffered for, like, what? A, a few hours on the cross, a day. That's literally like what this sounds like. It wasn't even that bad. That's what it sounds like. And then you still kind of get a raw deal in this life sometimes. Yep. Yeah. So the the full wrath of God for the sins of the elect were, was poured out on Christ. And he was able to receive what would be an eternal punishment for us because he is the divine son of God. Uh, but he did receive that. He did receive that full punishment and he bore it all for our sins. That's right. Amen. He did. And this is even why in the creed we have things like he descended into hell. And there's a lot of yep. debate on exactly what we should mean to that. But it's saying that every single punishment, every single part of the wrath, every experience of death humans are subject to because of sin, Jesus paid for you. Pastor Michael, that's been 12 minutes and 12 seconds of irresponsibly fast hot takes. Thanks for joining me, everybody. For the 12 days of wrestling. This was the 12 days. The 12 days. It was great to be with you all for 12 whole days. It's been a great 12 days. And we are thankful for our Savior who we celebrate. We celebrate his birth and we substitute him taking the wrath of God for all our sins. So go and be blessed. And we will catch you, wow, next week. And it's coming fast um, here on the Restless Podcast. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so pumped for this to start. All right. Let me get this timer out. 12 minutes and 12 seconds for the You should turn it up just a little bit more, I think. We'll try talking over it again because sometimes the audio is a little. Okay. How does it sound, me talking over it? Is that's it... pretty good. Yeah. I like that. I think that's a good mix. Oh, man. I I just, like, I want, I, I had, man, I got some complaints when we did this the last time, but it was just... It's just so, it's so enjoyable to record to <laughs> that I can't not do it. <clears throat> All right.